the Tully Dio Show, episode 336. We are the gentlemen known as the Outlaws of Rock. Here it is. Dio and Matt. What's right up, here. son of a bitches? Sons of bees. Yeah. We got a great show, great set list. We got an interview with Arda from Quinn the Brain. Quinn the Brain. Sweet, sweet band out of Texas, as you would say. Texas. I like Texas, man. You know what? When I was driving cross country, I've said this before. When I was driving cross country, uh, the best time I had was when we stopped in Texas. Really? Everybody was so friendly, and they, man, we got drunk in Texas. If you're not getting drunk in Texas, what are you doing? I don't know. And everybody was like, there was no judging. They were just like, yeah, well, we're getting drunk too, bud. Like, they just wanted to be friends. They loved that we were from Detroit. They thought that was just insane. It's pretty like, cool. It was great. I'm from Detroit. After, yeah, it was know, great. You know, a bunch of rednecks watching RoboCop going like, this guy's from Detroit? Yeehaw! Seriously, they're like, do you know RoboCop? No. I don't know him. I mean, I, I've, I've seen him in passing. You know the ICP, though. Yeah, totally. Uncle Cracker, you know what's up. I did meet all those guys too. What's what's up? Uncle Cracker, Kid Rock, ICP. ICP. (laughs) All nice. All Uh, extremely nice dudes. They seem like menches, you know. Just you you just, you know, like I've met people out here that are famous and, and they were dicks. And I'm telling you, those four guys, I don't know, I don't their political shit, whatever. I don't know. Like kid rock, he's pulling a Ted Nugent. I don't know what he's doing. That's his thing. He should just stay out of it. But like, but as just regular people, they're all very nice. Yeah. They seem like you're just humble guys, you know, who went through a lot of shit in their life and they're uh, rich and famous. Uncle cracker was super nice. Seemed like a really nice guy. It was right before the tour for a ball with a ball. Get the fuck. Oh, the devil. Devil, Devil without a cause or whatever tour, yeah. right? I don't even know. Was that what it was called? It might yeah, have been. I think so. The Devil without a cause tour. So, yeah, because yeah, that was the name of the album. But like, so he was like probably just absolutely stoked that oh, he was yeah. going out on tour for this album that was exploding, and he bought a gold, uh, Vestex mixer. Wow! It was like the best mixer yeah. we had. It was like a gold front two channel. May have been a four channel, but it was like, dude, like if you're in a lot of musicians and listen to the show, like that's probably the majority of what of the people who listen to it. Butter. I've never felt a smoother slide on the pot on that thing was yeah. like butter. Like you could flick it like and it would slide like it was so smooth. I don't know what they did underneath to make butter. it so smooth. Actual butter. Honest to God, it felt like and it was. Yeah, it was like just super expensive but you know he made how it much, how much uh with inflation how much i you think for work? like that oh geez i don't even know now that's a good point i think like, it was nine i think it was like a thousand dollars oh shit okay so he had that tour money he was like let's, yeah let's let's, let's, let's let's spend some good shit yeah he might have and i got it i don't know we'd have to ask him he might have bought two limited edition black techniques 1200s at that time too Wow. But maybe not. But I just remember he was interested in them because they were amazing. And I regret not buying one. But yeah, that's what's I mean, look, it's OK. I mean, Uncle Crocker, he got the tour money back then. 
mad tour money, mad devil without a cause tour money. Mm-hmm. None of those guys are from Texas. None of those guys are from Texas. Not one of them. They claim they're Southern. You notice that? They no, they just act. They just act that. Well, because that's the thing. Like Michigan, though, there's a lot of people in Michigan who have they chill with that. Say they like mudding and they yeah. like like doing all that Texas shit for sure. Upstate New York is the same way. Yeah, very, uh, I'm not going to say any political parties, but you know what I mean. It's very yeah. uh, guns and guns and love for my country. Guns and doing donuts, man. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Smash Have at it. We didn't talk about that, but no, I'm saying they, that's, they love Smash Burgers. It's weird. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that later. Word 66. Tonight is the night. The Metal Birds Vicious Circle right now. Uh, it's episode 336, and you're listening to the Tully Dio Show with the Outlaws of Rock. <laughs>
the metal birds word 66 oh wait yeah that was the two the metal birds vicious circle word 66 with tonight is the night sound man kills with cold we played sound man kills uh the chris yeah the she sends us that's one of her clients is that the right word talent talent uh sound man kills she sent us a couple from them absolutely phenomenal fun heavy great music the song's called cold and then a prog rock track blue rats from miltos marathon uh amazing guitar it's straight prog rock it's it's just check it out it's the type of stuff you hear when the outlaws rock go digging in digging around and finding the sick shit that you're not going to hear anywhere else. Six studs there, bud. Some six. We're studs. trying to give you the stuff that you were not going to hear. That's what we're trying to do. We want to flip your wig with this shit. Yeah. Flip it. Flip. Yeah. I don't know what. What does that mean? Flip. Oh, like. Uh, yeah, yeah, like you got a wig on it. Sure. Like a cartoon. Makes you want to go nuts. Right? Makes you want to just like you're so excited about it. Your wig flips around. Oh, I like that. All right. So the hair is on top of your head. Well, I could I could fit a wig on this motherfucker. You totally could. You'd look yeah. good in a wig right now, bro. You could wear all sorts of crazy shit. <laughs> you got the straight bald hair. China doll. Am I allowed to say that? Is that racist? China doll wig? China. You can't say that anymore. Okay, well, it's fine. Sorry. No, I think you can. Yeah, I They're can. Describing those specific things. Yeah. I don't know. It's all great. I don't understand anymore. So I just, I just hope that whoever I accidentally offend with no intent whatsoever explains to me what I did wrong and doesn't just get pissed first. If I say fuck right now, right now I could be sexually harassing you because that's the that's you a could be. If I was offended by you saying fuck, it yeah. would be very. It could be offending, and that's the thing about this show. That's why we're underground show. Is you know. Dick Clark never said fuck. No, not on camera. Not on camera. Okay, you're right. I think off I mean, camera he probably just blew motherfuckers out. He was probably <laughs> like, "God, where the fuck is my?" You know, just like throwing his styrofoam coffee cup on the ground. Yeah, he seems like a guy. I don't know. You know, Casey Casey seemed more like a guy who flip, you know, flip a table and say, "Shut the fuck up." But he's yeah. the nicest guy in the world. Who knows? No, he probably was. He I really looked like it. So did Dick Clark. They, they really seemed like, like just absolute great fellas. Yeah, you know? Much like ourselves. That's right. Look a little scruffy on the outside, but on yeah. the inside, it's just freaking golden nougat, dude. Oh, when we're done with this, I'm flipping a fucking table and I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna eat a chicken nugget and throw it. Just throw half it. Half of it. Half of it. Just throw it at someone's fucking head. Don't so even. And you, that's a waste, too. That's just how rebellious that is. That's a waste of a nug. Food waste. Uh, <laughs> disgraceful. Yeah. Just just All, prick move. Just total prick total move. Prick move. Yeah. Total prick move. Blue rats and cold right now.
Miltoast Marathon and and I'm I'm now I'm guessing on his name Milto M I L T O S. So I hope I'm saying it right. If I'm not, you know, then I'll say it right next show. The yeah. song is called Blue Rats. Soundman kills cold. We are up to Big Jim's wild card. This one is something else, and you're gonna dig it. It's Wayne Gillespie and and famous blue raincoat with Rob Grosser, and the song is called Bananas. I'm just gonna just it's so good. Just check it out. It's bananas. A-N-A-N-A-S. Dude, it's so good. This is just exactly this show has so many moments where I'm like, yep, this is where you hear this. Funny cover. There's not no, this is a seriously amazing. Yeah, it's not that's not funny. It's like really good to just check it out. Because that was a bad song at Gwen Stefani back in 2000. Terrible. I hate it. It felt like a lot lot of songs were coming out that were just they were supposed to be terrible. And that was part of the funny, like like anything by uh, 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 Glorious. Uh, What's her name? The. No, what is it? She. Oh, dead air. No, what's what's her fucking name, dude? (laughs) Shit. It's glorious. Everybody knows right now and they're yelling it. Gloria Raider. Raider. No, she's from, she was the same time as Bananas. Oh, she was, she was with Fergie. Yeah. See, man, was I was even close and you got it. Every song she did sounded like, like garbage. It's supposed to be bad. And I saw her play live with Slash. Most amazing vocal performance I've ever seen. But wow. her fucking music sucks ass. I hate the Black Eyed Peas. I, I hate think them. it was all. Her. Do you remember them before her? I didn't even know that existed. They uh, were like, dude, they were like Jurassic Five and shit. They were like ass. really good. Yeah. They, and then they got her and they ass. went all pop. But you know what? They made their money and, and maybe they're doing good things with it. So good for them. But yeah, her her music was. That's an assumption, motherfucker. Her music, it is. Her music <laughs> was about as bubblegum pop as you could possibly be. Same with Gwen Stefani when she put that shit out. Totally. It was, and I'm, and it was, totally. it was. You couldn't not listen to it because it was everywhere, but it was like, like there's a, there's good pop music out there. Absolutely. I mean, I mean any Michael Jackson song. Blair and Steve Winwood and Michael Jackson. I'm not sitting here talking shit about pop music, but that's fucking, you're right. There's a You time- give me a little Steve Winwood finer things. We're having a good night. Valerie! Oh, get out of here with Valerie. I can't even find a proper recording of Valerie. It's hard. It's all 80s recording. Or how about or, Back in the High Life? Oh, shit. That one will get you emotional if you don't watch it. Uh, it went in. I just, yeah, because it's good. It. Yeah, it's great. I just, but we know fucking... people know Sade. Yeah. I mean, that's pop that's musician, like, pop musician, pop but musician. fucking genius level. Like genius. the, like the, like the fucking, she's like the Albert Einstein of pop musicians. Totally. Alicia Keys, she's doing her new thing right Huge. now. Huge. Amazing. <clears throat> Amazing shit. Now we go back to what we were just saying. Fergie. See? That's the as, that's as bubblegummy as it can be. Yeah. Hot garbage. Like Tiffany, where are you? Let's get let's get her back in the fucking uh in, like in, if in ingested here. too much, you'll get diabetes from listening to too much of that shit. It's so yeah. sugary. It's too sugary, bro. It is. This track. Is just good. Check it out. Big Jim's wild card. Wayne Gillespie and famous blue raincoat with Rob Grozer. 
bananas. That's a that's a mouthful. I know. Wow. It's worth it. it, it Give better me be. bananas and tomatoes too. You don't know what I like about you. Give me the fever. Give me bamboo. Give me paprika. In my stew. Oh, you don't know. You don't know what I like about you. So about you. I look into the mirror and all I see. All I see is you.
Big Jim's wild card. Wayne Gillespie and famous blue raincoat bananas. Oh, and with Rob Grozer. I didn't put it awesome. in there. Shit. The shit was it's worth it. it. Shit so was worth it. So worth it. And now we are up to the part of the set list where we play tracks from bands that we've already played. But they're still new tracks. So mm-hmm. we're playing them more. And they still like the push. As within, so without salvation. Drop the alibi. Oh, I forgot what this... How do you do this? I forgot this one. You hit stop. <clears throat> All right. All right, so this is the part of the set list where we play some tracks that we've already played on the show, but they're still new, so we're playing them to give you more exposure. Yeah. You and them. Everybody's being exposed in a good way, in a healthy way. Yeah, not a sexually harassing way. No, not in a... not No, not in no. A, 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 a a tan raincoat sort of way. Not in R. Kelly going to jail for 30 years way. R. Kelly, bad news, buddy. Bad news. Come on, dude. Come on. Come on. What are you doing? As within, so without salvation. Drop top alibi dill song. Then the ratchet dolls with modern mistake. Check them out. My story is now coming to an end I've been beaten and broken but will never bend I'm still tired of fighting, too tired to walk There has to be another way This way Every step I take Looking up at the 
Dustin Dahl's Modern Mistake, Mistake Drop Top Alibi with Dillsong and As Within, So Without Salvation. We got two more to close out this set list. Your favorite band name, Acid Claw, with Acid Sleepwalker Claw. and Owls and Aliens with these vices. This is a pretty heavy set list, actually. It was a pretty heavy one. You got Acid Claw in there. I'm fucking scared. It's good, dude. Check them out.
You know what time it is, though. I do now. It's interview time. That's right. This is the time in which we do something I like to call an interview. We have Arda here from Quinn the Brain, a Houston, Texas band. Uh, what, Arda, what would you say? I said when we, when we were talking a minute ago there, I said like rock and roll, punk rock. 
you guys are just heavy. I don't want to put it in a box. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. So we always put a lot of dashes in there because we're like, we don't know. We're punk. We're this. We're this. We're that. We're grunge. Whatever. Honestly, we take whatever people say. We're like, yes. That's usually the answer. As long as it's good. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take it. But it's it's um, very raw. And, and I said that earlier. And a lot of times when you're listening to music, it seems like it's there's not a lot of connection there. You know what I mean? And I when I'm know. watching you guys, I can see that you connect with your audience and you, um, you know, it's like, it would be a very, if I went to one of your shows, it seems like it would be very uh, uh, freeing because you get everything out when you're That's on stage. That's very cathartic. That's, you got it. That's, That's the fair. word I was going for. <laughs> cathartic. So what influenced you? Um, you know, at some point I was just like a huge music fan. I just went to a lot of shows did all the things. And then at one point you just like want to take it to the next level. And so that's kind of where I was. I was like, I wanted to hear a certain type of music and I didn't seem, I couldn't find it beyond like a few artists that I like. So I decided to just kind of like do it myself and just see what happened. That's and why I did the show. Is it really? Honest <laughs> to God. All right. I swear to God. I was like sitting there one day driving down the road, listening to pushing through the radio stations because I still like that. I like the style of radio. Yeah. So I was like pushing through and I'm like, I just didn't hear one fucking rock song. Not one that can't be real. I mean, my favorite time in history is when it was like rap and rock were just all over the charts. It was so <laughs> diverse and amazing. And I'm like, what happened to that? Is nobody listening to rock and roll anymore? So we started a show. Well, I like it. I mean, that's that's exactly how it goes. You end, it ends up in like your hands kind of situation, you know, instead of complaining, you're doing something about it. So yes. you got to do something like how much do you want to bang your head against the wall before you actually like, you know what? What if I just start a show? It's not like I have I have a degree in broadcasting. Why don't I just start a show and do it? And with you, you feel it and then you do the music. So like what type of stuff? Because it's it's heavy. Yeah, what type I mean, of stuff like makes you like what type of stuff do you like to write about? Um, honestly, I just kind of write about my own personal experiences. Um, I tend, I guess I have like, like a lot of people, you know, we, we, uh, we get angry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. And instead of just like, you know, doing destructive things, I just kind of like internalize it and write it and try to bring it out in songs. And, um, it helps me cause I, I, I get triggered pretty easily. So yeah. It's probably why all of our stuff is more on like the darker side. Cause it's not like, you know, when I'm in a good mood, I'm not like, let's write a song. It's usually when I'm mad. So. <laughs> Anger is a gift. Yeah, it sure Little is. Rage against the machine. Anger is a gift. It is. It motivates like man. And it, and it comes through in the music that you're focusing on that. And that's good because I I'm telling you, everybody can relate whether it's a slow song or a heavy song. Like, like when I used to listen to like, you know, Pantera and biohazard. And back in the day, I'd be like, I can relate because I'm angry. Right. So it's good to know that they are too. Like yeah, vulgar display right. of power changed my, I was just like, that's, they got it. <laughs> they got it. That's like one of my favorite parts is when you kind of like, you feel like you understand whoever you're listening to. You're like, yeah, I get that. And to me, that's kind of like a magical moment that you have with you know, you don't know that person, but then you hear them talking about something that you relate to. And then you have that special moment. And I mean, it's really between just you, but like, that's what makes it like, you know, cool. And you listen yeah. to it. Yeah. So like what type, all right, let's talk about, let's just get some random stuff. 
what is what was the favorite first album or you can okay go cd i usually say album because that kind of covers all three and you can say cassette too but i don't know why you'd have a cassette but um what was the first that you ever physically bought oh and i, I don't, don't care know. if it's embarrassing that's cool because i'll Oh, no, I'll tell you, but no, it is embarrassing. (laughs) Like the first, um, I, I think it was, it's either a cassette or a CD. It was one or the the other. It wasn't vinyl. I know that was (laughs) bewitched. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like your face, you're like, what? Awesome. (laughs) No, that's awesome. Yeah. But to be fair, like, uh, you know, I, in the family that I grew up, like we didn't have a lot of money. So like, I was very behind the times as far as like, um, just buying stuff, you know, we were like the last ones to get CDs or cassettes. Like, you know, if it wasn't at big lots, I don't know if you know what that is. Hell yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't selling there, I didn't have it <laughs> like because everything else was too expensive. Yeah. So, when I first moved here, I lived by, if it wasn't for big lots in the 99 cent store. Yeah. Like that was a thing. And unfortunately that's where I got a lot of my music back then. It's just like, you know, and I think you had to have a certain deal because I remember other, other, my friends would have albums. I was like, where did you get that? And they'd be like, best buy. And I'd be like, Oh, that's, I can't go there. <laughs> Not dealing with the best buy prices right now. Yeah, they were just so high back then. They, it was uh, brutal. Yeah. It was, I, I think like a CD was like 1899. And back then that was like a lot of money. Yeah. Like, remember when they came in the big cardboard, like they oh, came like in the those cardboard ones. things that they had to outlaw. Cause they were like literally wiping out half the rainforest to just make like <laughs> Duran Duran CDs. Like it was ridiculous. Like Duran Duran the killed rectangle, the rainforest. The rectangle ones, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think I have like one album like that maybe and I think they're really cool because they're huge they're like smaller than vinyl but bigger than cd or cassette Mm -hmm. and I hate cassettes by the way like I am not a fan they warp they don't last well like and I I feel like I've been scarred from like rewinding I could never rewind oh yeah it's like oh I want to listen to that song again let me rewind and then you end up in the next song and you're like god I just and if you didn't have the auto stop you were like stop go Stop. No, I just got to get to the start. Stop. Go. Stop. Go. I was stop. Go. You'd go insane. See, that's probably you should write a song about that. That's angry. (laughs) That'll be an angry fucking track right there called the rewind. I know. I couldn't believe cassettes like made a comeback. I was like, really? That's what I was going to ask you. Did you have you guys ever released any music on any of the the old? No, they're so cheap, though, like cassettes, like to actually press on a cassette is it's almost stupid. Like you we kind of should. The only reason we haven't is because we we only have an EP out. So I was like, is it really worth putting four songs on a cassette? And let's be serious. But and honestly, like how many people and, and I mean that how many people that do you know that have a cassette player? I don't have one. I have one, but like you do. Uh, yeah, I have all. Where'd you get have, it? uh it's from back in the day <laughs> like oh you got it you have one yeah okay. I, I well I'm a hoarder like I'm nice. sick so nice. like I still have my cd players I still have all the you know I have vinyl like players I have all I have multiple it's not even just one I have multiple ones oh for, that's like, the way to do it one for every room because <laughs> I'm crazy and I was like I want to hear music wherever I go but uh no but to be fair a lot of people I mean actually a lot of my friends have them too but they they um they're reselling them. So now you can find them at like Walmart or Target. Like it's very like 
it's out there because yeah because of the popularity come back you know what i mean i wonder so, why it came back really i mean like analog sound is beautiful and like it is you can tell the difference when you're listening to vinyl and everything but like it's got to be like you said one of the most inconvenient ways it warps and like if you do if it gets hot it's over like if you leave one of those in your car you know you're in texas we're in california done done yeah you know it's funny my very first car was a uh this beat up old honda that only had cassette like a cassette player so i have a very epic collection of cassettes and half of them are warped because like you said we live in texas and like back then it gets so hot that the leather seats because of course i had leather would burn your skin off yep. you know including and damage all your you know music stuff so i'm yeah i still have them too but Cause like I said, I'm a hoarder. I can't get rid of anything. And, or a collector. Um, Let's change that to collector. You're right. You're right. Let's, it sounds better. Because you know, the stuff that you have at some point, someone might've been like, art is kind of a hoarder, but now <laughs> it's collectibles again. See, That's so all you got to do is wait long enough and your hoard becomes a collection. That is true. That is, I've done it. Wrong. I've done you're it. Not- I'm t- speaking from experience. I wouldn't lie to you. There's a bunch <laughs> of stuff that I have, including a CD player and a and an old school Kenwood receiver that I kept uh, for so long that now people come over and they're like, wow, where'd you get that Kenwood receiver? I'm like, I don't know, like in 2000 or like it was like 90 something like I've had it forever. I just don't throw stuff out. Yeah, because why would you? You're like, I will eventually need to listen to this album and I would have to have something to listen on. You know, I have friends who are like, oh, I don't even own any physical album i know I'm on spotify and it blows my mind because i'm like not everything's online i know this no. i'll go looking for stuff and i'm like can't find it can't find it and i was like you know and, and i don't want to be all like oh it's because i listen to obscure stuff it's i don't it's just like some people just haven't put it online because you have to physically do it yourself and if that artist didn't do it it's not fair like i, I literally just saw the other day that kitty just posted spit on Spotify. And no I was kidding. like, yeah. And I was like, you know, you guys have been missing that. Cause I had to go to YouTube. I mean, I have the album, but I was like every once in a while, I like to do digital stuff. Cause I get lazy. Um, and it wasn't there for the longest time and now it is, but it's because it was on them. They hadn't just put it up there. It wasn't on there yet, but now it is. So, yeah. I have the, I have the CD of that, yeah, of that, those man, they fucking red. Oh, you know, that was like I buying that album. And the guy at the store was like, Cause I was young and he was like, really? And I was like, yes. And he was like, you're cool. And I was like, thanks, you know, as a kid, but like, yeah, that's that a huge way. compliment from the record store, dude. <laughs> yeah, it is. actually. That's like, seriously, head. like, wow. You know, yeah, no, that's, that was a thing. Yeah. Cause if you work, first of all, if you even got a job there, that was already hard enough. Cause everybody wanted to work at a record store. So getting totally. a job there was hard enough. And then I think you had to know things. You couldn't just be a dummy, right? You no. Yeah. You have to. And then that was a thing I remember because I bought that and then I bought the most random thing at the time, which was funny enough. You remember a tattoo? Oh, yeah. All the things I had running yeah. through my head, oh, running yeah. through my head, the Russian. I bought that. Yeah. So that was before they blew up. I bought it based on. So I buy things based on album covers. I love buy it. things blindly. I love and I it. was like, oh, that's a kind of a cool. It was their single at the time. So it was just them in like a schoolgirl outfit. And I was like, girls and covers singing sold. Give it to me. And then they ended up blowing up like what? months later and i was like i have this like that was right around the same time as kitty too wasn't it it was that's that, why i those, brought them together that was quite a t- no nah, man see that's what i'm talking about like what what year was like guess what do you think year that was 98 i 
See, earlier? that's when it came out. No, it had to be later. It had to be later. 2000? It's probably in the 2000s. But, like, that's think- what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, these two fucking kick-ass female, not female, it doesn't matter, rock bands. Well, the tattoo was more uh, yeah, the, electronica. Were- yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, these, th- it was diverse. It was, like, kind of weird, harder Russian electronica and hard rock. Kitty was hard. Like, yeah. they were good. And they were, like, they're tough, too. They're, like... Those they're no those they're no joke. I know, and I'm Did so he? sad. I never have seen them live. And like, you know, I was like, man, I I how why? <laughs> like, how has that not happened? So yeah, seriously, they got to do something in Texas. I think they have, you know. I think I remember one time they came through, and back in the day they played somewhere really far, like really far. And I remember just being like, eventually, <laughs> like maybe yeah. next time. And I regret, you know, I never I no longer do that. I don't do the next time thing because you never know. There is never a next time. I know I did it with ACDC and then, and then uh, they started to die. I could have seen ACDC back in the day and I was like, nah, I'll check them later. Well, I've learned you just don't do that. (laughs) Like you don't mess with rock and roll. It doesn't happen. Yeah. You never know if there's going to be a next one with some of the rock people. Some of them are really hardcore. They don't just get it out through the music. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. That is the way to like therapy, man. You're an yeah. artist. Artists have to either create. And if they're not creating, sometimes they get pretty destructive. So you got to create. Well, you're not wrong. Yeah, that's I true. know that's it's true. create or destroy. That's that's an artist because you're just if you're not the, have feeling the whatever joy of putting your art out there, you get upset because it yeah, really is great. About that. That's yeah. actually a really good way of putting it because I, I went backwards. I went destroy create. That's so, like, that's a good way to be. Actually, because it you, is because yes. I got it all out of the way. So yeah. when people were like, so why did it take so long? I was like, because I was destroying a lot of stuff. And now I'm different. Yeah. Because like, it's, but, it's um, a creator or destroyer. That's what I that's how I label every art because I've done it. So I know what you're talking about. I've been and I destroyed for a long time before I was like, you know what? I like making people laugh doing <laughs> a radio show. I'm done doing things just because, you know, like you said, you just destroyer sometimes you got to destroy but what comes out of that is the art and the art is what people remember they don't remember you throwing a brick through an abandoned window uh abandoned house window they don't remember that yeah no <laughs> they remember the bitching songs of so course. what do you guys got coming up next you got the ep is out yeah the track think- the video let me get this up for the people wide open Open wide. Yeah. Open. Why did I say that back? What am I just, <laughs> it's I'm, okay. Got a little dyslexic with you. I'm okay now. <laughs> Open wide. And that's going to be, um, that's out right now. Uh-huh. And we can play that song after the interview. If you would oh. like to, did you send it to us? Did I already play it? I think I already, I played one of yours. I have no idea. <laughs> I played <laughs> one of them. I forget. We do one show a week and there's so many bitching new artists that I'm like, like, I'm just, you know, it's constant new music. All That's the time. a good problem to have. It makes me so happy. I yeah, got to be cool. honest with you, like putting on the headphones and listening to you guys and these amazing rock bands, you know, like it, it really is very fulfilling because it's good to know that badass music still out there and people are still taking it in. It's not yeah. all cookie cutter bullshit. It, there's yeah. actually real musicians out there slapping you in the face. If you're in the front row, you know, just getting there getting just full on i love it so <clears throat> we'll play that then if we haven't played it we'll play it after the interview do you guys have any shows or anything coming up 
Yeah, we do. We're playing a show in two weeks, August uh, 5th at Black Magic Social Club, which is this new venue that just opened on the east side. It's pretty awesome. And it's actually our, um, we, we had done this Long River Sessions showcase, um, or we did this Long River Sessions live show, I think December of last year. And it's, it's those guys, they put on a show together. A lot of people have been on their like YouTube show. And so they, they put a show together of five bands that were on their show and we're going to be playing on that showcase. I and love that'd it. Be pretty cool. Cause like, you know, I've seen all the, I, even though I haven't seen the other bands in real life, I've seen their episodes sure. you know, on YouTube. So I was already excited. Cause I was like, Oh, I know who they are. Like, that'd be cool to see, you know? And I think uh, we're headlining that show. So that'd be really oh, fun. Nice. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. That's that's like a, a serious highlight. Um, well, excellent. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. And the EP is already out. Yeah, it's been out. Um, we're working, we've been working on um, a couple new singles, but like just things keep getting in the way, you know, like as, as, as it does in life. Like we were supposed to go in this week to record and then our poor bass player has COVID right now. So like, yeah, you can't make any solid plans these no. days. No, so that's what keeps happening. It's just like things like that. So um, we're hoping to have the next single out by October, which is our next tour. So we're doing like a little mini tour coming up too. And uh, we're hoping it all comes out at the same time, but the way things are going, you never know. But like, I mean, it's going to happen, you know? Well, no I mean? matter what, we'll play yeah. the single when you get that out. Cause yeah, you can always yeah. do the single. Yeah, you know? exactly. So that's what we're going to do. We're just going to, I was like, my only goal is to get one song out. One, if I could just do the one, we can, we can fix the other stuff later. You know what I mean? Let's just get the one. I'm, I'm ready for new music. We've been sitting on like a pile of songs for way too long. It's just that, you know, COVID and everything and the world and this and X, Y, Z has happened. So now like my focus after, after our last show, which will be in November, I'm actually, um, I'm taking us off the market for like six months at least. Cause I want to just like record and put mu new music out. And the thing is I've learned recently is that I'm not the kind of person that can play shows and record and do this mm. and do that. Like, I just can't, like, I just need to like shut it down. So I told sure. the guys after November, we're going to shut it down for like six months. We're going to write, we're going to record, and then we'll come back with vengeance. So that's the plan. Yeah. No. Cause you got to hyper-focus on one thing. Yeah. You know, Handle I got it, it all, but I can't. <laughs> Yeah, but you know that about yourself and that's what's important because yeah. then you then you won't try to do it the other way and get all freaking uh, flustered every, you know what I mean? It's too much. Yeah. You got to just focus. Yeah. And I've, I've learned, but it's been a slow learning game because no one ever tells you anything, right? You learn this all on your own and everyone is completely different. So yep. some people are like the superheroes, but we all have like regular jobs. So we also have to like do that as well. So if, maybe if we were just musicians and we could do all of it together but because we have like regular jobs on top of it and you know family stuff like yeah we just can't we just can't so it's the struggle it's yeah. the struggle of being a musician and why it's so such an admirable thing to be because it's you're like that's exhausting yeah, you have to make money <laughs> and then you do your art which you really love but that's not making you money and yeah but it will that's the thing. The question isn't that will it, it will make you money. It's just how much are you going to make? Because you guys are too good to never see any financial gain from it. Just that doesn't make any sense. So like, you, you know what I mean? It's just how yeah. much you're going to make, how far are you going to get? How big is it going to get? It's already big. We're doing an interview. 
You're already yeah, doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that now means it's just rolling. <laughs> so it's just like let's just how see big. Where, yeah, that's what I always say. Let's just see where this goes. Like that's yeah. my towards everything. Let's just see. Like you know, I have very low expectations, which makes it you know better because I yeah. feel like um, it's not like I'm gonna go home crying because something didn't happen. I'm no. just like okay, well, I didn't expect any of this to happen. Honestly, the fact that I have a band and has been going for this long is amazing in itself. And I feel like a 15 year old me would be like high-fiving myself. Cause I'd nice. be like, you did it. <laughs> that you feels so good. Cause it's the creator. That's creator mentality right there. Just yeah. let it go. Cause it is, you created and now you just let it. I did like a thing. No one can see this, but I'm doing like, <laughs> like a baby bird thing. Like it's just let it free or to let it free. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. That's exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's funny too. Cause like re- recently I learned, you know, I've been going through all these like transformations as far as like just learning things about sure. myself. And I realized that, you know, I guess I'm a little bit more of a perfectionist than I realized. I didn't think I was. And then I told my bandmates and a few other people and everybody was like, you just figured this out. Like you just realized this about yourself. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, because I never thought anything we did was perfect. And they're like, are you kidding me? So yeah, now I'm like, okay, so I'm all about the let go mentality now too. Cause I'm like, you're right. Like, you know, sometimes you sit on things and you're like, no, let's just- And it's art. It's art. It organically finds its people too. It organically just, honestly, it sounds so cheesy, but it's like, it's like, it's like the the leaf in the breeze. Like it's just going to land where it lands. And the most important thing is that you put it out there because there's- there's so many people I know from doing this show that love what you do. Yeah, no, no, no. And no, that's awesome. But like, that's, you're right about that. Cause it's just like, um, there's billions of people on this planet. So someone is going to like your stuff. Absolutely. You know, like you're going to get like what the haters and then you're going to get the people who love you. And like, honestly, you're going to get both. Like it's inevitable. I welcome both sides. I'm like, we're here. It's cool. And, you know, and that's basically all you can do. So I'm excited. And it's enough, to people. What you're doing is enough to stir emotions in the haters or the lovers. And that's yeah. art. That's art. Well, I know. Anytime that we get any kind of like anything, I'm always like, well, you cared enough to comment. So gotcha. like, whether gotcha. you like it or not, you still got something out of this. Like it yep. still made you do something. So that's pretty funny. Thanks for calling it. Calling in. Did you call in? We never say what we did. Thanks for videoing in. Yeah. It never no. sounds right. No, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. Mm. No call in. Yeah. Sure. We'll, we'll go think with of that. something. We'll think of something <laughs> next time you, next time you come on, we'll, we'll have a better one. Um, Quinn, the brain open wide. We're going to play next.
So, you know, we're just talk about some stuff right now. Because you're talking. You're not speaking. Listen, I'm gonna, let's talk about some stuff right now. Okay, that you want to, we want to talk about something that we really enjoy. Yes. So, last night, Matt had already tried them. Last night, I went out with our producer, Dave Craze. And uh, he got me uh, one of them smash burgers. That's right. Where they smash oh. that fucking burger down. Did you did you say that you know how they do it? Yeah, I've watched this guy. He's the Burger Scholar on okay. YouTube. I'm not giving him any props. He's a cool guy. All right. Well, the Burger Scholar. He's on like Munchies. I think it's like a first we feast. The guy does hot ones. Well, there's another guy on that channel. Okay. Uh, so this guy, yeah, he explains where it's from. I forgot where it's from, but I've seen the guy. He, like he actually smashes the shit out of the burger on a flat top grill. And they use, what do they use to smash it with? It's like its own, like, some guys make their own, but it's like a spatula, like a heavy spatula. Some guys use a weight, like a, an actual grill weight with the, so it leaves marks and stuff. Depends. I have one of those too, but it's like a grill. It's literally a griddle cooked burger that's literally smashed. You know, when I, when I had one, I looked at it and I'm like, kind of looks like an in and out burger a little bit. 
Yep, thin. Very and thin. I took a bite of it. And what happens when they smash those sons of bitches? Yep. If you, it's imperfect. So it's not like when you get your burgers, usually they're that perfect round patty mm -hmm. style. This is like all like crazy edges. Yeah. So all those little edges don't cook evenly. They no. like get oil, deep fry flavor, crispy. Yeah. And then the burger is juicy. So that first bite, you're getting like this crispy oil with burger meat. It's unbelievable. It's so good. And the place I went to, I can't remember what's called Gold. Was it Goldberg? Was it Goldberg's? I think that's what you said. It was Goldberg's. Yeah. In, I've never in, had it was Goldberg. in Los Feliz. And it was, um, uh, oh, man. The, the sauce, I always have them put sauce on the side because they oh, always yeah. overdo the sauce. I don't care where if you're at Subway, they overdo the sauce. Anywhere they overdo the sauce. It's way too oh, much yeah. fucking sauce. They always do that. Always. Gross. I don't want that much. I want to taste the food and then have the sauce enhance my food. Totally. Not I want to taste the sauce or I just get a spoon and eat Thousand Island. So you anyway, didn't smash burgers. You went to a place called Goldberg's or something, right? Yeah. Because there's a place called Smash Burgers. I you think know. that's what it, I got it. You know, I we'd have to look it up. But the point is, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so good. And yeah. the sauce was like a thousand island, but it didn't taste like thousand. Now is that color? It yeah. was like almost drippy. It was so good. It was all so good. That's the that's my that's my flavor analysis. Yeah, totally. It's a good sheet day, dude. Delicious. Yes. Yeah. Stomach wise, it's like putting a grease brick in your stomach yeah they're belly so boomers i pre-peptoed yeah good good because i knew it was gonna i don't eat that much grease you know no. I, I use the air fryer for everything That's everything right. it's dude. a greaseless frying situation in your house and i i do the same thing man like the best. the best way to to neutralize grease is to use an air fryer i hate that it became some sort of a trendy thing to use but man they're amazing they're great they're yeah great. I'm making roasted carrots in there tonight. We're for with my dinner. There you go. Yeah, I threw a whole chicken in there a couple months ago. It was that's fun. Insane. It was it was too moist. I'm like, wait, hold on a second. This is too it's straight up like the grocery store chickens. Yeah. Except for you know it's not you didn't fall on the floor or anything, man. Sometimes yeah. the people who work behind that meat counter freak me out. But. No, exactly. Fran is sticking her hand up in there and you know, doing some weird shit. I don't I don't need that, Fran. I want to do it myself. Looking at her iPhone, drops them on the floor for a minute, gives them a little blow off, puts it back on the spigot. <laughs> it's fine. The The heat will burn off any dirt. Exactly. Uh, now, none of that has been proven. Fran is a great employee. We don't even know who the fuck Fran is. Um, so I recommend them. But make sure if you eat one, you either have an iron stomach or you pre-pepto. They're, yeah, they're definitely, whatever you need. I don't know. Whatever you pick, your poison. Definitely belly bombers. I know. I know they use eighty twenty. I think usually uh, eighty twenty is a is a ground beef with a lot of fat, right? Yeah, a lot of ch like minced or chopped, and they usually with a uh, like a, a a burger like that, a smash burger. They just like flop it right on there. So it's like a fatty piece of meat, and it has to be because it singes, you know, and they're really high high heat. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it's really flat. So, and that's you why like what? let's just look it up right now. Let's do it. I tried to look for it, and the first thing that popped up was Smashburger, which is very overrated. Wait, in Los Feliz? Yeah. 
Oh, then that's what it was. It probably was. Yeah, yeah. Um, then, well, that's what else would it would it be? That's what, so. It's called Smashburger in Los Feliz. Well, specifically Smashburger. Yeah, it's like a it, it's a style, but I think that place is the most famous place. You know, it's like having a White Castle slider. Everyone does a slider, but that's where the slider comes from is White Castle. Those are good. And they're amazing. They're I mean, still you know, good. So good. But, you know, everyone took that whole notion, like the idea of the slider, and they made it from their own. But that's the yep. OG, you know? So it's the same type of thing. Flat griddle, you know, grill the burger, slam it down, put it on a, like, really quick cook. You know what I mean? So if you're thinking about going out and getting yourself some sort of a, you know, just like you want, like, you're in one of those, you know, one of those nights where you're like, eh, kind of want that middle grade deliciousness. Like, I don't want anything fancy, but I don't want any Del Taco. Yeah, I don't want some duck confit. I just want a fucking, yeah, like a middle grade burger. Get it. Get it. However, you know, I probably would take a fat burger over it. Interesting. See? I don't know if anybody would agree with me on that. Hey, because man. of the toppings. Yep. There's and the fat burger is huge. A lot of Californians would agree, would agree with you. I know. You know, I really, I really like fat burger. It's good. It's good. It is good. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to sit here and be like in and out. It's better because they're both to me, you know, I got to say the same thing. And that's where, that's why you were not from here. We've never had to actually pick But I would agree. I would take either one of them. And I think they're both absolutely delicious in their own way. Absolutely. I like that. You can make a crazy ass burger at fat burger. Yeah. Um, and then I used to like put egg on it and stuff and it was really that's, good. That's funny. But like, I also like just a regular in and out burger. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you just want a fucking OG, nothing, no frills, you know? Yep. And usually when I go to in and out burger, I get two, just two burgers. I don't even bother with fries and shit. Yeah. I yeah. Burger. I know people will hate the in and out fries. I'm like, whoa, they're not very good. They're weird. <laughs> and they don't stay hot at all. They like completely lose heat. You're right. They have no reheat value. Like it's if crazy. we did a if we did like a, a thing of like the different fast food places and what the reheat value on there, like you know, like a video game, like replay value, like reheat oh, yeah. value. Yeah. They'd be like lowest. Maybe lowest. McDonald's would be a little lower because sure. but they have fake crispy stuff on theirs. They used to use tallow, which what why they were so addicting addictive. Because the actual beef tallow was in there. And it's like, it's worse than MSG. It's worse than anything on the planet. It's so bad for you. That's what No I, kidding. I, yeah, they had to stop using it. Hmm. It's using beef fat. <laughs> Sounds good, though. It, no, it was. They were great. That's why Mickey D's, I mean, when we were kids. was Don't amazing. eat, just beef fat. That's my PSA. <laughs> yeah. Tallow! It'll make, it'll make you sweat. It will. Check them out. Try one. Matt and I both agree. Delicious. Yeah, if you, you know, there's specific places out there. Like, you know, the North has uh, Freddy's. You know, we have Smashburger, other places too. So give it a floor one run if you've never tried one. Episode 336, it's time for the top fucking 10. I said it that time for you, bud. Fuck yeah. You know? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it's not fucking good. 10. It sounds good when you say it. You say the F word pretty cool. So. It's kind of, I say it way too much. I figure I say it enough because I use it like a, 
like punctuation. So I figure I say it enough where it gets you really doesn't bother you after a while. It might be a little bit grating at the start, but then after a while you get used to it. I, I, you know, unless I'm around my mother, I just say it a lot. It's fine. You know, it's fine. (laughs) It's a good fucking 10. Coming in at number number 10 uh, from last week's show. We also interviewed them, which may have helped push the song. I don't know. Against the Sun with Undone is coming in at number 10. Number nine, Bone Rust. Number eight, Crying Club, Bad Day to Be a Zebra. Number seven, Jack Mystery with Mascara. Number six, Emelina with The Night We Almost Got Sober. Number five, Michael Four Days Turn and Fall. Number four, Garlic Rooster, Paranoid Ambitions. Number three, Carly Jewel with Trouble We Are. Number two, this is always a fun thing to do my radio voice warren two the stolen moans poo num two and one the psychos of soul again like you you stew that is your top fucking 10 for episode three three six and the end of the show until next week um we had a good amazing set list nice and heavy a little bit heavier more of a workout set list kick-ass interview with uh, Arta from um, Quinn the Brain and uh, here's your top 10 we'll be back next week with more brand spanking new rock and fucking roll and uh, I'm the uh, I'm Dio Outlaws of Rock Tully Dio show big beers drink them up everybody have a great weekend
Nothing's that portent is something's wrong. Looks over his back. All he sees is stripes of it so black and white. And a patch of two grass swaying in the wind. He missed the lioness. I'm skilled by cross, he sees too late When the zebra sees her, it's too late She jumps out and he's on his back and she's got his neck
Hey. Hey.